Welcome to the Shine Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Kunarian, and I am so grateful that you are here. I'm a wife, mother of three boys, certified massage therapist, and an alcohol-free sobriety coach who helps driven women break through their alcohol dependency without the traditional 12-step program. Each week, I will bring you inspiring guests with focus on mindset, health, and spirituality, providing you the tips and tools to help you create unshakable confidence, clarity, and energy so you can unleash your creative potential and live the life of your dreams alcohol-free. So tune in for some fun, and if you are ready to shine, welcome. Hello, lovely listeners. If you're finding value in what you're hearing today, make sure to head over to the show notes. Not only will you find more details on today's topic, but you'll also get an exclusive invitation to join my free Facebook group, Awakened Souls. This community is perfect for women who are either super curious or currently journeying through recovery. Being part of Awakened Souls offers a supportive environment where you can connect with like-minded women, all working towards an alcohol-free lifestyle. Plus... There are special free gifts waiting inside the show notes, (laughs) curated specifically to empower and assist you on your journey. And if you're loving the content, I'd be so grateful if you take a moment to rate this podcast. Your feedback helps me continue bringing you the conversations and insights you love. Let's keep the momentum going. And remember, you are not alone on this journey. I am here to help you every step of the way. Today we're in for a special treat. We have with us Kate Glendon, a renowned transformational coach who has guided countless individuals towards embracing their true worth, unlocking their potential, and launching them on a holistic journey towards unstoppable confidence. From heartwarming success stories to actionable insights on interwining the mind, body, and soul, this episode promises to be a beacon for all seeking clarity, empowerment, and transformation. So without further ado, let's dive in and welcome our esteemed guest, Kate. Welcome back to the Shine Within podcast. Meet Kate Glendon, who once navigated the maze of life's challenges, but has since transformed into a dedicated confidence coach for women. She has an affinity for global adventures, indulging in rich coffee, and empowering her clients to overcome the limiting beliefs that tether them to unfulfilling careers, stagnant relationships, and detrimental habits. As a spirited CEO of Glendon Coaching LLC and a certified professional mindset coach, Kate's core mission revolves around uplifting individuals to embrace their best lives with undaunted confidence. She's fervently dedicated to assisting women in rediscovering their self-worth and amplifying their self-confidence. Under her guidance, many have tapped into their inherent strength to soar. <laughs> Welcome, yes, Kate. Yes, love that. So true. <laughs> I love coffee. Yeah, And helping ladies. Um, and it's been such a journey. Um, and I, I'm super proud and grateful for where I've come from and how I've gotten here. And so glad to be helping people to ditch that self-doubt and embrace the confidence that they have. They just need a little help finding it again. Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to ask you, what inspired you to pursue a career in helping individuals live with their intention? That is such a great question. And part of it is something I've always wanted to do. I was always in um, an industry of service. So helping others on a mission to educate them to have healthier lifestyles. And through my own life experience of going through, you know, the highs and lows of 
you know, jobs, people pleasing, perfectionism, and just kind of that self-talk that we can live in fear constantly and worry. I did my own self-work. And then I went into exploring life coaching and working on myself through that. So everything I do, I've been through and I have, you know, taken my own program. So I'm a product of the product. And once I, you know, got to the other side um, of that, you know, constantly, you know, waking up and worrying and not sure I was good enough and all of that. I was like, I can't be the only person in this world that is struggling with this. And if I've gotten through this, through everything, and it may have taken many years, I know that there's someone else that can need my help. And I just felt like it was my calling to do this. And I just kind of was like, okay, I'm doing this. Sign up to become a, you know, a certified professional coach and mindset coach and launch the business. And then I learned the whole process of having a business and get, you know, and going through it, but it was been such a journey and such a pleasure to see women find their inner strength to create new habits, to believe in themselves that they can, that I'm so glad that I did it. Uh, because people, especially they need support. They need to be reminded of their worth because sometimes we can't see it and it's there. And we need to remember how, you know, radiant and brilliant we are. And we forget that. And we're not going to get that from anyone else. It starts with us. And so we need to create a better relationship with ourselves. Absolutely. And thank you so much for sharing that. And I noticed that a lot of us are conditioned into thinking a certain way, feeling a certain way. And we listen to that nasty voice in our head. What are some ways that we can actually reframe our thoughts so we can start talking better to ourselves? Yes. Like, oh my God, that noise chatter. Like it can be so overbearing and just paralyzing, right? Because you start having this feeling, which then turns into a thought, which then you think is a reality. And so your feelings kind of shape your world because we just start to believe it and it's not true. It's our own perception. So what I ask you to do is when you're thinking and you're constantly ruminating about a worry or fear, you know, you're not growing, you're stuck. So write it down. Like what evidence do you actually have that that's going to happen? And, you know, have you worried about this before and what was the outcome? You know, so reframing that thought to think about like, what is actual factual about it? And if you're thinking about, you know, oh, you know, I'm, you know, not smart or not good enough, write down all the evidence that you have that you are, because you have accomplished a lot of things in your life. You just don't remember. And you need a list of how great you are to remind yourself of that. So it's just remembering that not every feeling is true. Just sometimes they're just feelings, acknowledge them and let them go. Otherwise you're going to shape a universe based on things that are not real. And that's what a lot of us do because our feelings are so powerful, but we need to reclaim them. And that's one way of doing it and write down things that you want to be like, how do you want to show up? Does the person of their best self show up, you know, in constant doubt and indecision? No, they make good decisions. And so, you know, write it down on a card. Like I show up as a person that makes good decisions and believe in themselves. And then you start to restructure your brain to believe in that and you take action. 
Yes, I always say action is the most important thing you can do because we can always read the books and and then it becomes shelf help. <laughs> and we really yes. need to take on that action for sure. And you reminded me, I remember, you know, a um, long time ago when I was having a men mentor, I think, she, yeah, she was also a mindset coach. She told me, yes, write down all your goals, like a vision board, you know, what you want and pictures and whatever. But she'll don't forget about what you already have accomplished. Think about that too. I'm like, oh yeah, we don't think about what we've actually have accomplished in the past. We kind of like leave that alone. I know they say, oh, don't think about the past, but those are the good things to think about the past. Think about the good things. And so I, I love the fact that you brought that up that, hey, look at what you've already accomplished because you can still do that and more. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, we get limited in our fear. We can't live that way. And you have to go through it. You have to face it. And it's really not as bad as we make it out today. And these are growing moments. Yes. It's like that, that saying, the only way out is through and we have to just go through it. And sometimes it's not going to be pretty and that's okay. <laughs> it just yeah. Goes, I mean, you yeah. know, sometimes we got to get a little messy to get a little, you know, unstuck and go through it. And you have to be willing to do that because that takes you to the next level. You know, if we stay comfortable our whole lives, are you really, you know, elevating and leveling up? You know, that's fine, but we don't want to stay stagnant. We want to take it to the next level. And that is being okay with being uncomfortable for a little bit. If it's going to result in a better feeling, a better life, um, reaching your ultimate goal. And I ask you, like, do you have a future goal? What, what is it? What does that look like? And how do you want that to feel? And sometimes that can help us get through those, that negative chatter. Like if you're fo so focused on this beautiful future memory that you want in your life and how that feels and what steps you need to do to, to get there, that can really help to reframe everything because you're now focused on a goal rather than fear. Yes. Fear. I always say, oh, fear. But then there's always the courage that we have to look forward to. We have to build that courage and just go for it is what I always say. Now, I notice a lot of people are always overwhelmed, you know, especially these times are just like, oh, you know, I'm burnt out at work. I'm doing too much. I'm a mom. I'm this. I'm that. Many hats. Now, how do you think overwhelm actually impacts their mental state? Wow, that is such a great question. It was you know, it is everything. Like it affects your physical body, whether it's headaches, stress, fatigue, everything to how you show up. If you are, you know, you're not getting things done. You're, you know, multitasking, thinking that that's going to help with everything that you're overwhelmed with. When actually that makes things worse. You need to, you know, you're so worried about the future with everything that you have to do. And I'm talking about what you have to do at night, not just the next day. It's staying focused in the moment. Like focus, what do you need to do during this one hour and get that done and then move on to the next. And then a lot of times they, I ask like, well, where are you spending your time that you are you know, overwhelmed with everything. What can you delegate? Where are you spending your time? You know, where can you cut back? And is what you're doing and spending your time on really helping you get towards where you want to go? Or is it just kind of things that you feel like you should be doing? So it's a whole reevaluating it and, and remembering that you're, we put so much pressure on ourselves to accomplish things and how much of it is realistic. 
know, time, if it's, you know, there are time things and time crunches for work and deadlines, but there's plenty of enough time in life to do so much. So if you take that off your shoulders, usually you feel a lot better. And, you know, when we're feeling overwhelmed, what steps can you take in the moment, whether it's deep breathing, a seven minute walk to kind of reframe and rethink and get control because you have control over how you feel. You just need to kind of stay tethered to the task at hand and stop worrying about what you have to make for dinner at 7 a.m. Because that's not important right now. What's important is what you have to do exactly during this hour to get to the next one. And if you're that overwhelmed, that's where we start. Exactly where what you can handle, you know, what's going on. And, and what is your to-do list? Is your to-do list like five pages long that it's just like, that's too much. Like, you know, break it down into three things, do three things today and, you know, an easy one, a hard one and a medium one and get those three things done. And that's amazing. If that's work things, whether that's one work, one house, you know, one family thing, then you're checking things off in all, you know, categories of your life. And that really helps to kind of get things back on track. It's okay to get off track and overwhelmed, but there's always a way back. You just have to choose to want to get on, you know, on, on overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, totally. And you remind me that I just got back from San Diego. Um, last weekend, there was an event. It was an all-female entrepreneur event. And it was really, 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 really fun. But like at the end, you know, the lady was like, okay, I know everyone's mind is thinking, okay, I have to do this. I have to do that. And this, 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 that to grow their business and whatnot. And she said, I want you to write down the five things that you want to focus on. So we wrote down the five things. So now I want you to write the three things you're going to focus on. And then the one thing we wrote it down. So I want you just to focus on that one thing. <laughs> Cause you know, we're just it's thinking so about all this <laughs> It's so true. We like want to do everything. And I think that's so great that we have, you know, such inspiration and passion to do so many things, but then we need to just be realistic and like take your calendar out and see what's like available to do. And, you know, we all have a lot of things to do. We all have the same amount of time in the day, but we can all be more efficient with our time. And it's a relationship with time. If you're always coming from a place that I don't have enough time, then you're always going to feel overwhelmed. But if you frame it in a different way where time is on my side, I have enough time to do everything and I'm going to shape my calendar in a way that creates time freedom for me and doing things that are most important, you'll be able to be in control of your own calendar instead of your calendar controlling you. Totally. And uh, another thing that I love that someone had mentioned is that on your phone, you know how we have our calendars and everything's there. Is, and we also set reminders. Send a reminder, you know, on one of those hectic days and say, hey, have you taken a moment just to slow down <laughs> for yourself? Have you taken a walk today? Or have do you, how, how can you make yourself feel empowered within this next five minutes? You know, so we need those little breaks too, like, because we feel like we do, 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 do. And then we're like, well, huh. But we need to like step back a little bit and then do something that will make us feel better, like the breathing that you had mentioned and or even just taking a walk outside. Those are really, really great tools to have. And, you know, it's available and it's free. <laughs> exactly. We're so like busy with like, oh, hustle, hustle, hustle. And that's 
great, but then we totally neglect ourselves and we need to also take care of ourselves. So there's that balance. And how are you going to do that? And that's by scheduling things for yourself. The reminders in your phone are great. I mean, that is probably like the best way to use technology these days is telling yourself to slow down, putting like an empowerment, you know, quote or a reminder to get outside just to ground yourself. It's so important. Yeah. Grounding is very important. Now, how does setting clear boundaries actually contribute to uh, avoiding burnout? Yes. Because when you're saying yes to everything, you're saying no to yourself. And how do you expect to pull, you know, pour from an empty cup? You know, you're not going to, I mean, you can do so for so long, but then you are hurting yourself because you end up kind of in this relationship with like, not taking care of yourself and getting frustrated that you have no time for yourself or being on the go all the time and realizing that you're missing out on time with other people, like your family, your spouse, yourself. And then you are just exhausted all the time. And if you, you can only be on that path for so long until you burnt out, but, and then until you have physical effects. And saying no is great because then you become very specific and very mindful of what you do. And it, it, it creates intention. You're showing up with passion. You want to be there. You're just not going because you said yes and you'd rather be home. You are happy. You're inspired. You're vibrating in a different level. And you're taking care of yourself when you're not going to those things that are not aligned with your goals, your work, and your worth. It's okay. We're so used to wanting to people please, but then, you know, we end up just being mad at ourselves that we're getting home later. We have another thing to do. And we're, you know, we'd rather be just home watching a movie with our family. And it's important to understand when to say yes and when to say no, and what is really important and start with saying no to one thing a week. Yes. If you're saying yes, you have to say no to something else. It's just the balance yeah. and that's how it works. You know, like I used to be a yes ma'am and say yes to everything until I'm like, where's the exchange? It's not even happening. <laughs> right. And then I'm like, okay, when can I leave? You yeah. know, I, and people know when you don't want to be there and you're just there because like you said, yes, like people would rather you be honest or just, you know, cancel or, or what I practice now is okay, I'll have to get back to you because I always, always like, oh yeah, sure. I'll go. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. Or I'm not into it. And then I've already committed. So, you know, take a moment to pause and tell, let them know you'll get back to them. Absolutely. Now, what are your top tips for maintaining a, a harmonious balance between work responsibilities and the home life? Great. So I struggled with this for many years because I was like, work, work, work. Like that was my identity for so long. And I've kind of had to separate that. And that was hard. And that was first off, I was, I put my phone in the other room, like at night after dinner, so that if work texted or emails came through, I didn't see them. And that was, that was hard because like you use your phone for other things. And then, um, or deleting, I would delete the app, the Outlook app, app on the weekends and reload it um, during the weeks. So if it was really that important, they would call. Um, so those were just some tips just to kind of start slowly. And then it was looking at my calendar. It's like, okay, before I agree to a night event, what's on my calendar? Like personally, can I handle this? 
and, you know, saying like, oh, sorry, I've already had something pre-scheduled and just going with it. And then when I didn't do that and I just said, okay, yeah. And the time came, I was like, oh, why didn't, why did you know, I learned my lesson and realizing, okay, what's important? Is it friend time for me? What am I craving? What do I want to do? What haven't I done lately? You know, what is going to help me feel better? And you know, what memory do I need right now? Is it a friend memory? Is it family memory? It's all about what my body wanted and understanding that the people who matter in your life totally understand where you are and they respect that. And so often we're afraid to cancel or not do anything or say no. And the people who love you will not care. And so it's kind of real reevaluating your values and where you want to go and stand and being okay with that. And it's not easy at first. And so I encourage you to start slowly because it's going to feel a little weird (laughs) because you've never done it before and it's new and it's okay, but you get used to it and and it becomes second nature. Yeah. I guess the key is like practice, practice and practice. That is the key. Don't give up, be persistent and it's okay. You know, we, sometimes we may take a step back, but then you remember your ways and what, and your strategies and you move forward and it's going to look different for everyone because everyone's at a different point in their life. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. Now, how do you define living with intention? And then can you provide some like tangible examples for that? Sure. So living with intention to me is living with knowing where you want to go, knowing what your best self would do in this situation. So as I mentioned earlier, it's about, you know, what is your future memory? What do you want in a few years? What are you looking to accomplish in five years? So that when you now, you know, five years earlier, you are starting to create goals and milestones to get you to that future memory. So you're showing up every day, living a life, you know, with someone who, you know, is striving for that memory, has that goal every day, almost like already achieved to get to the next milestone because you want it so bad. So It could be, you know, a goal of having a successful business with new clients or, you know, you know, happy and loving marriage. And so what are those characteristics that you need to do to show up that way so that you are subconsciously changing and restructuring your brain to rewire it, to show up living it with it already achieved. So you know, if I had a goal of I'm so happy and grateful now that, you know, I have $2,000 in my bank account, you know, what actions am I taking now? I'm, you know, being cost effective with my savings. I am, you know, shopping with coupons. I believe that I, I, I am, you know, have a great savings and I'm showing up. And those are just some examples. And, you know, or it could be a thriving business and I show up and act like a CEO or a director of my business every day. And I think like her, I make decisions like her and I show up as a rock star. And so sometimes that it helps us when we're feeling stuck and we're like, I don't know what path to go on. Okay, well, let's figure out where you want to go. And then 
how would that person show up? How would they feel? What does that look like for them? And can you picture that for yourself? And, you know, what would they need to do right now to get to that next step? And I think that's so important. And that gives you a clear path to where you want to go rather than kind of sitting in doubt and indecision of, I don't know what to do. I'm confused, you know, so that you're killing off all their options, although, you know, and quieting the mind and you're getting laser focused on what you need to do every day. Yes. And I love that laser focus and what you're going to be doing in the day. Now, like, people are always stressed out, you know, especially uh-huh. with work, they have anxiety and they're like struggle with distress. And now how do these challenges typically manifest in someone's daily life? Well, it could be, you know, we call them the Sunday scaries, right? It's Sunday comes and it's like, oh, I have to go back to work. I have to live again till Friday so I can get to the weekend. And so that is the worry, the fear, the anxiety, which eats at you, which headaches, um, crying before work, the stomach aches, the overeating, the over drinking, the, you know, quietly quitting at work. And we're so stressed out that we don't think straight. We can make mistakes. And then we, you know, sometimes we take it out on our loved ones because we're so stressed out and we forget about that. And when you're in a situation like that, I want to ask you something because I've been in it. Is it really worth it? Is this, you know, so stressed going to matter in five years from now, a year from now? Is this going to be a regret from you? in 10 years that you wasted all this time and worry and stress when you could look for other options to be happy or take steps to reclaim your power through, you know, resting and refocusing in in the way that works for you. Because we forget that we think we just have to push through, it will get better. Instead of being like, no, I'm reclaiming my power and I'm going to choose a different way, a different path that's less stressful and be more mindful rather than you know, trying to be this, you know, prideful person of pushing through. I'm not saying you need to give up on everything, but I think sometimes you have to figure out and weigh how much it's really worth all the effects that it's having on your body and your relationships because it's a ripple effect. Yeah, they always say, make sure you have your best energy when you come home, leave all that BS behind and bring your best energy because your family deserves the best energy. I mean, the families that deserve your energy. <laughs> is what right? I say. Uh, not all and families deserve your energy. Like that. <laughs> everyone deserves your best energy, but there are energy suckers. And unfortunately, sometimes it's really hard to leave work at home mm-hmm. or family at home or everything like that. And when you're you know, work is coming home all the time. You know, I want you to think about that. Why, you know, what do you need to do for that not to happen? Yeah. Observe it and say, what am I, why am I feeling this way? Should I, am I, am I supposed to even be feeling this way? Cause I think we're all supposed to be feeling pretty good, darn good here, but yes, <laughs> absolutely. Think- and when something is feeling too you know, bad too many times in a row. That's something to journal about. Yeah. 
I would, I don't even know what normal is, you know, but that wouldn't be like the norm, you know, is to feel bad all the time. Like who wants to feel bad all the time? I want to feel good all the time. <laughs> Forget the bad. Yeah. And I am a survivor of coming through the other end of not the best places of, you know, being in places where you're so stressed out all the time and the effects it had on everyone in my relationships, my family, my friends, my husband. And in the end, it's not worth it. And I decided to, you know, to take responsibility for that and take action. And it was the hardest and best thing I ever could have done. Yes, that's taking that work for yourself and doing that work for yourself is so worth it. And it's not going to be overnight. It's going to take time, but it's so worth it. And everyone will benefit from your, your transformation. <laughs> Everybody it will benefit. True. <laughs> because when you're vibrating at a high vibration, because you love yourself, you know, your worth and you're happy, it all comes back to you. But when you're so low, you're attracting low and, you know, and we that want to not do that. We want to be attracting the most amazing things. Yeah. And I love how you mentioned like, Hey, if you want to be a certain way, act a certain way, Find somebody that you can model that you're like, oh, I, I love how this person does that, you know, and become that, embody that, start seeing what, how would they dress? How would they talk? How would they eat? How would they walk? You know, and just start taking that into action. And then it if that aligns then to your personality, to your spirit, then you'll see it just come naturally and you'll be doing that. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's very fun. <laughs> it is. I remember doing that. I'm like, okay, I'm just here. This is a transition. I'm showing up as, you know, a future manager and taking actions and dressing up and wearing. It was like, it was fun. It was like, you're acting, you know, but you're really just practicing for your next role. Exactly. Next job. I love how you said that. That is perfect. I want to talk about your coaching. How, is there a process yeah. that you take cli your clients through or how do you do it? So the process that I take my clients through is very unique to their own situation, which I think is so special because everyone's at a different place and I love to meet them where they are. And, you know, we go through what we call discovery calls to find out exactly, you know, where they are, where they feel stuck and how can we move them through to the next level? So through that process and my proven strategies that I've gone through as well, um, we work together to create a, mo a roadmap to get them to where they want to be. So, you know, I help guide them to reach their best self. And that could be through creating a healthier body and mindset through weight loss. That could be overcoming imposter syndrome so that they realize their worth and their journey is no one else's but theirs. So they stop comparing themselves to other people and embrace their worth and we develop steps so that they get their voice and power back and you know, we go through different um kind of overcoming barriers we develop that mission goals and and vision statements so that they know exactly where they're going and i want to know where they're getting stuck because then I can help them even more. So it's a lot about kind of taking them through the process of where they are now and how do I get them to where they want to be, but they do the work, which is so great. And I just give them 
some tools and tips and, and guide them to it. It's so amazing. That's awesome. Now, can you actually share a success story or some type of transformational experience with one of your clients while working with you? So, you know, I had, you know, Susie who was struggling pre-diabetic, you know, BMI, you know, was kind of obese and higher, you know, through a year of working with her. And I would say less than a year, Susie lost 5% of her body fat increased her movement to over, you know, 30 minutes a day and then got very close to lowering, you know, her medications for type two diabetes. And so that was so amazing to see someone lose that much weight and be so dedicated in going from eating, you know, out all the time to kind of re- you know, learning the process of how to eat healthy, what that means to them without going on any kind of crazy elimination diet. Others were, you know, getting over that fear of what other people would think about them if they launched their business Mm -hmm. and what that would look like. What did we need to do to move on from the past, to forgive ourselves, to forgive what we needed to, you know, forgive to and accept for us to hit publish on that online business and get it started. And so a lot of that was building up self-confidence and self-worth. And that was wonderful to see that finally launched on the internet. That is so cool. And I'm sure they're all successful. They're like, Hey, I launched my business. I'm doing so awesome now. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, just think about, you know, those moments, if, if, if they didn't take a chance on themselves to realize, Hey, like I need some help and embracing my worth. I, you know, they took a risk and I just provided them with my guidance and my proven strategies and process. And we work together, but, you know, and it, they do the work I'm here for them and I guide them. And it's just so great how it all comes together because everyone is responsible for their life, their Mm -hmm. choices. And when they're ready to take action and realize that they're unstoppable. Yeah, totally. Now with the focus on total wellness, what holistic approaches do you actually integrate into your coaching? So, uh, you know, I think the mind, body, and soul all are connected. So I think getting trained as a mindset coach was so important because a lot of it starts with what we're telling ourselves and getting through those limited beliefs is the first step in starting the journey to loving ourselves so that we can start building healthy habits. And so what that would look like is, you know, just simple things of practicing our gratitudes for the day and being thankful, you know, what, how are we reframing our negative thoughts and looking at like, what are you eating? What do you love? What don't you, what don't you like about, you know, your health right now? How could we change that? What's changeable for you? What would a healthy lifestyle look like for you? Because I can't, you know, I want it to work for them. I want it to be unique and special for them. And one, you know, what works for one isn't going to work for the other. So it's a combined things of food, exercise, and mind. Mm -hmm. That's what I love is it has to be with the spirit has to be with the the body and the mind. They all 
work together. <laughs> they <laughs> do. And if you don't include them, then you're missing out on one. Right. And, and it may not always work because we have to get through those habits that are, you know, that are in our mind, you know, what's your trigger for, for doing certain things. Yeah. So now what are your top three tips for someone looking to live more confidently and have greater happiness in their daily life? That's such a good, uh, such a good question. So the top three tips for just, you know, being more confident and having greater happiness is realize what you already have. We so often live in lack. Oh, I don't have this yet. I don't have this yet. But what do you have that's working? Focus on that first. There's so many things and it can be anything. And I think that's so important that we focus on what we have rather than what we don't have. And then understanding that you are worthy because look at how far you've made it in through life. You've, you're resilient. You've come through so many challenges so far and embrace that and don't put yourself down for not meeting someone else's expectation. You need to meet your own expectations and write those down. What are your current values? What are, what are the things that you want to achieve in life? Do a little self, you know, kind of audit. What areas in, in your life would you like to improve? And maybe a step or two to do that. And confidence comes with practicing mm -hmm. and practicing that the more that you embrace your uniqueness and realize that your path is your path and it's okay to be exactly where you are. Time is on your side. You are just where you're supposed to be that the next step will be re revealed to you when, when it's ready, that I think that that helps you to understand that it's a process and mm -hmm. we have to give ourselves time for for confidence to get built up if we're starting from a very, you know, kind of lower end and you'll get there, but it's repeat and repetition mm -hmm. and keep trying. Persistent pays off. Yes. Persistency is key. Oh, and consistency <laughs> and also perseverance and patience. <laughs> All of those together. Whoop, yeah. There you are. There's your dream, your dream person right there, which is already within you. It's already, it's already there because if you're already thinking it and imagining it, it's already, it already exists. <laughs> so absolutely. I mean, the power, you have it inside of you. The power is there. We just need to tap into it. You right. have it. You don't need to go buy it. You're not going to go get it at a store. You're not going to get it online. You need to tap into it. Yes, it's available. And this is where you come in to help them as yeah, well. Yeah, let me, yes. <laughs> and that is so special. And I love that I'm able to do that. And the best place to reach me is on my website at glendoncoaching.com. Perfect. Yeah, I was just going to ask, yeah, where can, you know, our audience like follow you, find you? Thank you for the website, but are you on social media as well? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. You can find me there at k. Glendon underscore coaching or um, on Facebook as well. And on my website, it has all the links to that as well. And you can sign up for my newsletter and get all my insider freebies and talks and all that fun stuff. I do have a resource page on my website as well. 
That is awesome. And I will have all of those in the show notes for you. And just lastly, if someone's actually feeling stuck or unfulfilled in their life or in a current situation, now what's the first step they should take towards, of course, living a more intentional life? Ooh, I would just ask them, what do they want to feel? What would their best self want to feel right now? And what do they need to get there? And it doesn't have to be big, but how, you know, what's one feeling higher than they feel right now? And what do they need to do to get there? Yeah. It's like turning that dial a little bit more like that little confidence dial. If you just turn it in a little bit, what does that look like? <laughs> yes. And then turn it up higher the next week. Yeah. The next week. Exactly. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Kate, for joining me today. I am sure our listeners are going to be like taking notes <laughs> or re-listening and then getting their notepad out and taking notes. <laughs> but thank you so much. So. Yeah, such good value. Thank you so much again. Not a, I'm so happy to be here and talk to you soon. Thank you. To my cherished listeners, from the very depths of my heart, thank you. Every single one of you who've showered me with those warm five-star reviews, your kindness shines so brightly. And if you haven't yet, know that your voice and support always matter. Your unwavering love has lifted us onto Feedspot's esteemed list of best women's sobriety podcasts, and it truly warms my heart. With immense love and care, I've created something for you as well. Introducing the Overcoming Challenges mini-course, crafted especially with the intention to guide and support you through life's varied phases, because we all deserve gentle guidance as we navigate life's tides. Furthermore, I have two heartfelt gifts for our listener family. One is a seven-day challenge, a tender beginning for those curious about sobriety, and the other, a personal sharing from my journey, six-step blueprint to an alcohol-free life. This encapsulates the loving steps I took, I embraced beyond AA and the traditional 12 steps that have nurtured my own sobriety journey. To embrace these tokens of gratitude and love, simply text GIFT, that's G-I-F-T, to 1-855-649-6196. Again, that's G-I-F-T at 1-855-649-6196. With all my love and deepest gratitude, I cherish each and every one of you.